Father's Day no longer has to be ordinary once you bring home the non-stop action of nobody. Bob Odenkirk, as seen on Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, stars as an ordinary dad turned lethal vigilante, and his fight for his family can now thrill yours with never-before-seen bonus content, including deleted scenes. From the writer of John Wick, Nobody is yours to own on digital and on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD, June 22nd. Support for the Bronx Bomber Babble Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Gentlemen, shaving your downstairs area can be difficult, but those troubles are a thing of the past with Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0. Featuring skin-safe technology, it glides nice and smooth, so you're not in any danger of nicks and cuts to your delicate downstairs area. It also has a convenient LED light, so you can see where you're trimming, plus it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. I've been using mine for a few weeks now, and it's awesome. It works great, and it will totally change your grooming game. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes included in the Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Crop Reviver and Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Get all these great products, as well as a super comfortable anti-chafing boxers, plus a great travel bag to carry it all in. The Perfect Package is valued at over $150, but right now you can get it all for just $89.99. Some of the perfect gifts to give to the men in your life. Gift your friends, your family, and yourself the gift of Manscaped. Right now, when you go to manscaped.com, you can use the code BABBLE and get 20% off plus free shipping. That's BABBLE, B-A-B-B-L-E, for 20% off your order and free shipping. Manscaped, your balls will thank you. And we are live for the 89th episode of the Bronx Bomber Babble Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Luz Luigi, and tonight, it's just me. It's a solo pod. It's just going to be a 15-minute pod. Real quick series recap of the Jays, a little preview of the A's, a few injury updates. Just wanted to get a pod out, right? It's Friday, right now, it's Friday around 5 o'clock, getting ready for Yankees A's. going to be full capacity tonight at Yankee Stadium. Feels damn good to say that. Hopefully they give the fans something to cheer about, right? A's are a very good team, so it should be a tough series, but we'll see. Um, but hey, the Yankees just swept a division rival. Now, the Jays have their own problems, right? I think... As you guys could all tell watching that series, that bullpen is horrendous. They do have a lot of great young bats, though, so props to our pitching for kind of holding them in check, right? Vladdy Jr. is probably on his way to winning an MVP. Guy's insane. So always nice to hold a team like that to only 14 total runs in three games. Always take that. But it's been a struggle, to say the least. Uh, Right before this series, it was an ugly two games in Philly. That saw an extra inning loss and then just a blowout loss and a kind of classic getaway punt. We don't give a shit about this game lineup. But something about the Jays series that I really liked was a lot of those wins were just gritty, come from behind, grinded out wins. And it seems like that team has been lacking (laughs) those characteristics and those kind of wins, those kinds of wins this year. Um, You know, the pinch hit. Home run by Gary was awesome. It really seems like he's starting to come around. Obviously, his numbers still aren't great. You know, he's still only hitting you know around like 230, but 
you know, if he starts popping out some home runs and could be a 25, 30 homer a year guy for us consistently, that's really all we need from him, right? I think most fans understand that we're probably never going to get back the version of Gary that, you know, was evident when he came on the scene and was, you know, well on his way to win a rookie of the year with only playing halfway, half of the year, right? Obviously, he didn't win that rookie of the year because he didn't play enough, but nevertheless, it's good to have Gary hitting dingers again. And before this week, it seemed like Yankee pinch hitters were one for their last 100. And I don't know, this week, it seemed like every guy that came into the game that Boone brought in a pinch hit was just a, it was working out. It, 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 he was pulling the right strings. Go look at that. So that was nice. Chris Gittens, first career home run onto the Buffalo Highway. It was an absolute bomb. Uh, good for him. He's been a nice little story for us. Hard-hitting Chris Gittens. Zach Britton is back. Obviously, he had the shaking, shaky outing a couple nights ago, walking a couple guys, loading the bases before finally getting the fly ball to right. But it's good to have him back. He's going to be a really important piece for us down the stretch. Turns out that Garrett Cole still does know how to pitch without using uh, spider tack, sticky stuff, sunscreen, whatever whatever the hell these guys use now. So that's good, right? Through uh, eight innings, a two-run ball against the Jays a couple nights ago. Just always nice to have GC on the mound, right? He's been awesome for Pete's sake. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I was laughing so hard when he said that, and everyone was making fun of him for it. It's great. Um, other news, Luke Voigt, rehab assignment, right? He hasn't looked exactly that great, but he has played a few games. Hopefully, he's back with the squad in the next week or so. How? Another thing I wanted to mention was, how about that play by Aaron Judge Thursday night, robbing a home run? I mean, what an important play that was. I mean, it's a th- we're, at that point, Yanks are down 4-3. Right, it's looking like the game's getting away from us. Looking like the bullpen's kind of just gonna blow it. And you know, once the once this Yankees team with this offense is down a few runs, most of the time that means just a flat out L. So it wasn't looking too good. And you know, Green throws a meatball to Bichette, or was it? Uh, it was Biggio, not Bichette. It was Kevin Biggio, and Biggio hits it to right. It looked out. Uh, it, it looked gone, man. It. I don't even know how it it didn't go further. Like that ball looked 20, 30 feet over the fence. And when he first hit it, but somehow Aaron judge being six foot seven, timed it perfectly jumps over the fence and saves a home run. Obviously we come back to win eight, four, but I mean, who knows? Obviously the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, you just never know. But look, if the blue Jays go up there, six, three, that might just take the wind out of our sails and that game could end six, three. And that's just it. But instead it's, it remains a four, three game. Bats stay confident, and they end up winning 8-4, right? So, fantastic play by Judge. He's just been our, by far our best player this year, offensively at least. He, he's been awesome. Um, something else I wanted to mention about this series that has nothing to do with the game, but how about two nights ago, that kid that kept shouting Geo in the last inning? I mean, I think it, it was. I think it started a couple innings before the last inning. But, oh, my God, I couldn't even – I had to turn the game on mute at one point. And it was such, like, an intense moment, right? There was a runner on third. Like, Chapman is about to blow it. The Blue Jays are about to walk off, possibly. And all I heard was, Geo! 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 I'm just like, could someone's parent, like, just shut this kid up? Like, we're all trying to watch a game in the ninth inning. This this is kind of, kind of important stuff here. Um, but yeah, that that was absolutely brutal to listen to. Uh, other news, um, Cashman had his presser, right. And 
basically, long story short, not to go through all the details, because you know how Cashman likes to talk in you know, generalities, right? Uh, basically, they're trying. He's trying to make trades, and he's looking for a center fielder, and possibly he could. You know, we could use an arm. So, definitely center fielder, possibly some pitching. I think that's pretty obvious, though, if you've watched this team all year, considering you know guys like Aaron Judge and Guardy have been in center a decent amount, and you've, we have Tyler Wade and Andujar playing left field. So yeah, I, I'd say we we need, probably need a center fielder. That would probably be a good idea, especially with Hicks most likely just being out for the year. Um, another injury update: Luis Severino. Uh, he has a grade two groin strain, and it's supposed to push his timeline or his return time, I should say, back a month. So disappointing to say the least um to be honest i think we dodged a bullet here um i'm not sure if that's the right expression to use but i mean when i saw the initial report that sevy was you know needed help off the mound and couldn't put any pressure on his leg like i'm thinking oh my god like did he tear his acl or break his ankle or just something major like that that would have kept him out you know another year or two or who who knows how long right so if it's just a grade two groin strain still bad still not what you want to hear but hey if it's just something that's going to push him back from late July to late August, then fine. So be it. Who knows what he comes back as, right? It's tough to ask a guy to come in. I know he's done it before, right? Come back in September and contributed somewhat for us in the postseason. But it's tough to ask a guy to do that after not playing all season or last year, really. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how how Sevy looks when he comes back. But definitely some disappointing news to hear that he had a setback. Other news in trades. Can we get an F in the chat for Mike Ford? Um, he is no longer with the Yankees. And in worse news, he is now a part of the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, I think most Yankee fans, including myself, were pretty, I'm not going to say happy because I, I liked Mike Ford. I thought he was a good dude. You know, he had some nice moments, but ultimately just wasn't good enough to be on the New York Yankees MLB roster, which is kind of saying something because right now the New York Yankees MLB roster isn't that good. So it just really wasn't working out. But, man, when I heard that he got traded to the Rays for 100 k that's not good. And I'm just going to say that right now. That is not good. That means that he's going to turn into a 30-homer-a-year type of guy that he's going to all of a sudden be a gold glove defensive first baseman. Uh, this is just, it's just not what you want to hear. Anytime some mid-level player goes to the Rays, it's probably not going to work out for the opposing teams. It'll work out for the Rays. It usually does. That's just what they do. But for the teams they're playing, it's just not going to be a fun time. So Mike Ford on the Rays, expect him to be making an all-star team or two in the next few years because that's just how it works. Uh, let's finish it up here. Like I said, we just wanted this to be real quick. Um, let's finish it up previewing the A's series this weekend. Um, look, the A's, they've had it, like I said earlier, they've had a damn good year, right? After starting, I think they started like 0-7 or 1-8 or something, and they're 43-27 and right now. Um, familiar <laughs> familiar face, familiar name, James Caprillion will get the start for the A's tonight. Uh, he's looked pretty good this year, too. He's 2.51 ERA and 32 and a third innings pitched. Um, Jameson Tyone, after his awful, god-awful start in Philly last weekend, he'll get the ball tonight. Let's see if he could rebound. Uh, he, It's tough to imagine he has too many opportunities left to prove he's got what it takes to be a part of this rotation. So it's a big start for him tonight against a good team. Uh, tomorrow we got Herman on the hill, and Sunday we got uh, Gumby on the hill. So... <laughs> 
definitely not uh not feeling too great about those uh, our three guys going on the mound this weekend. But hey, that's that's what we got right now, right? With Kluber out, Sevy still gone. Um, obviously, Michael King got the start last night. Got off to a bit of a slow start, but overall was solid. But yeah. Like I said earlier, that's why Cashman said center fielding, so center fielder and possibly some pitching because right now his starting rotation is looking pretty bleak. And, yeah, injuries halfway through the season, still can make a trade or two, but season ended today. Well, if the season ended today, the Yankees wouldn't even be in the playoffs. I don't even know why I'm worrying about the playoffs right now. But hypothetically speaking, if the season ended today and the Yankees had to go into a postseason with this rotation with, you know, Garrett Cole and friends, it's not looking too great. So we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. But, yeah, for now, Jameson, Tyon, Herman, and Gumby all, all need to step up and all need to prove that they belong in this rotation because the Oakland A's can hit, man. They, they're a good-hitting team, and they're, like I said, since that slow start, they've been absolutely unbelievable. So we'll see how the boys look this weekend. Obviously, it will be in front of hopefully 45,000, 50,000 people, right? Um Hopefully it's some nice weather in the Bronx. Hopefully there's no outs on the bases. And that's something else I want to talk about. Speaking of outs on the bases, the Yankees, for the first time in their team's history, and the Yankees have been around for quite a bit. I mean, it's been been quite a few years they've been a professional sports organization. Yankees turned their second triple play of the season last night. It was it was mostly due to the Blue Jays' absolute ineptitude on the bases. I thought it was I thought it was the Yankees for a second, to be honest. Um, but yeah, just a, a terrible triple play by them, and just a great triple play by the Yankees. Honestly, anytime you turn a triple play, it's going to be effing great. But yeah, just a, it was a huge spot. It got out of a big jam early on in the game for uh, Michael King, and yeah, second triple play of the season, second triple play, and like almost you know basically within six, seven weeks of each other. So that was awesome. That <laughs> I, I really, I said to myself, man, I, I thought, I thought we only, only Yankees made outs on the bases. What's going on here? I didn't know we were allowed to do that too. Coincidentally enough, the Yankees actually did make it out on the bases later that night with Brett Gardner on third, but it was actually nothing you could do about that. So you live and you learn. Um, that's just about going to do it for us. Uh, Game starting soon. I'm going to get this out so you guys can listen to it. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Manscaped and Nobody Movie, starring Bob Odenkirk. So for Luigi, this was the Bronx Bomber Babble Podcast, a little mini episode. And we'll see you guys Sunday night.